0: Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God centered, God focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So, the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion.
1: Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a walking in truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome Jiu Jitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel We give away free Bibles, we offer prayer, and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love Walking in Truth, and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth, everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. Is truly appreciative.
0: Hosea 4 God's Controversy with Israel. Listen to the word of the Lord, O sons of Israel, for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land, because there is no faithfulness or kindness or knowledge of God in the land. There is swearing, deception, murder, stealing, and adultery. They employ violence so that bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore the land mourns, and everyone who lives in it languishes along with the beasts of the field and the birds of the sky, and also the fish of the sea disappear. Yet let no one find fault, and let none offer reproof, for your people are like those who contend with the priests. So you will stumble by day, and the prophet also will stumble with you by night." And I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. The more they multiplied, the more they sinned against me. I will change their glory into shame. They feed on the sin of my people and direct their desire toward the iniquity. And it will be like people like... And it will be like people, like priests, so I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat, but not have enough. They will play the harlot, but not increase, because they have stopped giving heed to the Lord. Harlotry wine and new wine take away the understanding. My people consult their wooden idol, and their diviner's wand informs them. For a spirit of harlotry has led them astray, and they have played the harlot, departing from their God. They offer sacrifices on the tops of the mountains and burn incense on the hills, under oak, poplar, and terebinth, because their shade is pleasant. Therefore, your daughters play the harlot and your brides commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they play the harlot or your brides when they commit adultery, for the men themselves go apart with harlots and offer sacrifices with temple prostitutes. So the people without understanding are ruined. Though you, Israel, play the harlot, do not let Judah become guilty. Also, do not go to Gilgal or go up to Bethaven and take the oath as the Lord lives, since Israel is stubborn like a stubborn heifer, can the Lord now pasture them like a lamb in a large field? Ephraim is joined to idols, let him alone, their liquor gone, they play the harlot continually, their rulers dearly love shame, the wind wraps them in its wings, and they shall they will be ashamed because of their sacrifices. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That is one of my uh, favorite scriptures. It's it's a great reminder that what you don't know will and can hurt you. And here he's talking about how there's no faithfulness, there's no kindness, there's no knowledge of God. Therefore, the land itself is suffering, and those who are living in it are also becoming more and more feeble more weak they're suffering the the ones that are prospering here are actually fallen angels and demons as they're taking from god it's 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 a scientific fact in fact science itself comes from the creation that god put so science doesn't disprove god which is what a lot of people are trying to do today science Proves God, and it has been used to prove God's existence, Uh, but of course, the people don't want that, therefore, they will push fallacies that have been proven wrong, rather than teaching um, the stuff that's actually been proven right with their own tool, science. But anyway, science itself, the law of conservation of matter is that you cannot create or destroy matter. Same thing with energy. You cannot create or destroy energy. Same thing with wealth. You cannot create or destroy wealth. So with those things, the the things or uh, the idea of the concept of wealth or energy is being basically transferred from one place to another. So here, while the people are Uh, swearing, and using deception, and murder, and stealing, and adultery, while they are sinning against God, they are living, in in the uh, letters of John, it says that sin is lawlessness. So, if they're living without law, the rule of law, which is what God put forth, he said, keep my commandments. The church today teaches, you don't have to worry about that. Jesus died on the cross. That's legalism. It doesn't matter what you say in human terms. God's word itself, which does not contradict itself. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He said, keep my commandments. And then Jesus said, keep my commandments. And Jesus said, I did not come to abolish or get rid of the law. I came to Fulfill it or model it for you. Show you how you can live a life within the law. Not, I did it so you don't have to. No, that's what he did on the cross. He took the consequence so we don't have to. But if you're looking at the the process or the um, means to an end, he took the end that we deserve. But he showed us how to live within the means that he's called us to. So here, the people are not living under those means. They're not following God's law. They're living the life that they want to, to justify their own pleasures versus seeking God's direction. He says, because of that, they're suffering. But while the suffering is being handed off to the people, the prosperity is being taken by the fallen angels and demons. Because you can't destroy that. It goes back and forth. So as we take victories, we're taking directly from the fallen kingdom. There's only two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of heaven. Which is God's. And that's what we're supposed to do. Live each day to let His kingdom come. To bring His kingdom to earth. We're supposed to be doing things to try to manifest His kingdom in our lives. But the other kingdom is the kingdom of Satan, the fallen kingdom. Fallen angels and demons, all of His minions, the principalities of this world, the ruler of this world. If you're not doing something for one, you're doing it for the other. So you're serving a kingdom at all times. When we have this lack of knowledge, we fall into some other driver or some other force that keeps us going, which is predominantly our self or this world and what this world says that we should do. This world has been trying to take God out of things. So we're serving this world, we're serving the fallen kingdom because we don't really have that understanding and knowledge. When we understand, when we have knowledge and understand, it says that the truth will set you free. That's what we've been taught, but that's really a half truth. The truth that you know and understand will set you free. Truth keeps you in bondage, but once you understand it, now you've got the freedom to choose. And you can choose wisely. So once you have the knowledge and understanding, you now have the ability to live a life that's not leading towards more misery or more destruction. You're taking from the fallen kingdom. But once you have the knowledge and understanding, you are required. Well, you still have the choice. You can choose to know what is good and still do the other, but even in James it says, when you know what you should do and you don't, to them that is still sin. Not doing the wrong thing keeps you from sinning, but not doing... The right thing causes you to sin. I'll say that again. So when you don't do the wrong thing, it's keeping you from sinning. Do not murder. Okay, if I'm not murdering, I'm not sinning in that area. But I also know that I'm supposed to love my neighbor. And if I'm not loving my neighbor, I am sinning. So... When you have the knowledge of what you are supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do, and you choose to do the opposite, then you're being that hypocrite. You're trying to compartmentalize your life and say, well, in business, I'm gonna live this way. I'm gonna say these things. I'm gonna speak this kind of verbiage because that's my business life. And when I get home to my family, this is the way I'm gonna talk to them. This is the way I'm gonna treat them. And when I'm at church or around my my community, my brothers in Christ, this is the way I'm going to talk to them. You're not fooling anyone. You, You can't say that, well, that's just the way that we talk when we're at the gym. That's just what guys do. No. That's what the world says guys do. What does God's word say that we should do? Once you have that knowledge, it's now your choice, but you should act. Father, thank you that you give us your word. You give us direction. You give us guidance. And and I repent to you for the times that I've turned away and rejected it. I, I just ask for forgiveness for the times that I've failed to live up to the standard that you gave me to live. And... Um I just pray that you'd forgive me and that you could fill me with the tools that I need to continue to do what you need me to do without fail. You can give me knowledge. You can give me understanding. You can give me clarity. You can give me guidance. The things that you've all promised so that I can flee I can turn and run from sin, but I can also run to the things that you have called me to do. Because I know if I fail to do what you have called me to do, that is also sin. And I reject sin in my life. And I just pray that, Holy Spirit, you would continue to minister to me. Send your angels to minister to me that I could grow. That I could Be courageous and overcome, that other people can live by Jesus' example that I show through my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds?